Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the August 5th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready for some Olympic games to kick off over the weekend. Uh, some basketball again. It never stops. It's a Nike commercial. And with me to talk about guys you want to watch is Dr. A. Steve Alexander. What's up, man? Uh, hey, man. Um, you know how when you have a kid, well, you don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> But when you have a kid, people are like, man, kids are expensive. And I was like, for the first for the first few years, man, you're just you're buying stupid stuff like diapers and it's expensive, but it's not crazy. But uh I have a a college student starting uh, on Thursday and I went and bought her a new set of tires for her car uh, and a computer, a, a MacBook Air nice. yesterday. And damn man, kids are expensive. Oh, man. My parents didn't hook me up, man. I had to pay for all my own stuff. I, luckily, I had a pretty sweet job in high school, so I kind of saved up, and I was ready to roll. I was a tennis instructor in high school. Nice. Yeah, so. Yeah, she had a job, but it it, yeah. I mean, it just didn't pay very much. Yeah, just, to like, just for like walking around money kind of thing, right? To put gas in her car and, yeah. and buy Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about... Uh, we didn't have a podcast on Wednesday, by the way. We had... Major Skype issues, and I've had you and I both had issues with Skype, man. Not not cool. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It yeah, seems to be working right now, so let's knock on some wood, yeah. and uh, I'll <laughs> knock on my my office attic nice. <laughs> wall, <laughs> the log cabin that I live in. Nice. I've got the old wooden desk, not the uh, Better Call Saul. What was it called? Uh, Coco Pelli or whatever it's called. The yeah, special, what was that? That was it, it, special special Brazilian wood that he had, fittingly for Brazilian Olympics, right? Nice, nice. All right. <laughs> have, you, uh, have, you, uh, have you watched Stranger Things? No, nah, I've heard good things, though. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. And, nice. and the, the, kid, the, the kid, the main character of the show, looks exactly like my son. Like, oh, cool. it's scary. Nice. The yeah, only shows I've watched are the HBO shows. Uh, Vice Principals is okay. I feel like it's not as good as Eastbound and Down. But I still like it. I'm still going to watch it. Ballers is just entertaining. It's not the best show. And I like The Night Of. That's another good HBO show. I know you're not an HBO guy. Well, I, I was. I canceled it uh, the day after the the uh, the first Vice Principals, which the the first one I thought was great. Yeah. And I was all fired up to watch it, and then I realized I was canceling HBO. I'll, I'll catch up on that one later. But, yeah, you can, just, I mean, you can just wait a few months, and then it's all on demand anyways. So yeah, I'm doing uh, I'm doing Roadies and uh, Ray Donovan on Showtime. Nice. Yeah, I'm probably going to subscribe to Showtime for a month and uh, just watch a bunch. Uh, yeah, Ray, right. Ray, Don- Ray Donovan's so good. I don't know I don't know why, but it just works. Nice. I have to check that one out. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of fantasy football prep too. That's kind of been my my prep besides prepping for our draft guide. I've been obsessed with that. Yeah, I was, talk- I was talking to somebody about fantasy football last night, and they're like, man, aren't you just so fired up for fantasy football? And I was like, you know what? I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, 
I think I've I think I, fantasy football and I have run our course. I, I just I haven't been very good the last couple of years, and it's because I don't really I'm not obsessed with it. I don't I don't care as much as I used to care, and I don't study like I used to study, and I'm I'm just not as good at it as I used to be, and I, I therefore I'm just like throwing money away. Yeah. I think I'm just going to get out and uh, focus on basketball. So much luck involved, man. Especially last year. I mean, so many early picks went down. That's why. That's why I love basketball, man. Usually, the team that drafts best wins the league, uh, and doesn't have the. I mean, yeah, the the thing you have to avoid, and we account for that is guys getting rest late in the season. That's an interesting wrinkle to look into with the Warriors uh, to see if they could win like eighty games or something. Uh, okay, so let's get into this here. Uh, we're just going to go over kind of quickly a lot of players to cover, just um, players that we expect to have big Olympics, and we don't want to overreact. I think kind of the perfect scenario to describe this was Kenneth Fareed a couple years ago at FIBA. He went off every every game, just going crazy, awesome efficiency, and didn't really do much in the regular season. So don't overinflate. It's like summer league. Don't overreact to stuff. Um, just enjoy it. See if they're adding anything new. Um, watch for three-point shooting, too. Um, the three-point line's a little bit closer, but something to watch there. Okay, so we'll start with Serbia. They got their Olympic qualifier. They have two really good players, one we all know and love about. We talk about him every pod. is Nikola Jokic. Uh, he was the MVP of that Olympic qualifying tournament. He had a 23.8 board game. Um, in those four games, he had 18 points, eight boards, three assists. I mean, he and he had a, the awesome finish. We talk about him all the time, um, as he had just like late second, early third round pick. And uh, we were talking before. I would just love to have a draft starting out with Curry, Horford, and Jokic. I don't, I don't think it would happen, but that'd be so cool. Man, the Nuggets are talking about building around him, and like he's gonna have a good year. Mm-hmm. It's he, he's, he's. One of the most exciting young centers in the NBA, and uh, it, it should be fun watching him play in the Olympics. Yeah, we've talked about this all the time. Mike Malone has kind of given him the vote of confidence that he's going to play in big minutes. Um, I'm not worried about Nurkic. I mean, we talk. If if you want to hear more on Jokic, uh, listen to like every other pod. <laughs> so let's move on. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Vlade Divac said he's expecting him to come over in 2017-18. So one more season, that was the expectation while he was with Phoenix before the draft day trade. Played okay uh, last year overseas. 12 points, 3.3 boards, 3.0 dimes, 1.0 steals, 1.8 threes, 54.32 shootings, pretty solid. Yeah, can score. 6-6 kind of prototypical shooting guard. Um, yeah, I, I just keep an eye on him. I mean, obviously, he's probably not in the player pool unless you have a crazy uh, draft system or something where you're doing it kind of on another website where you just keep track. But yeah, I just think he's he's someone to watch to, to have fun with. Well, Vladi says he's the number one player in Europe right now. So. Yeah. I mean, if that's true, <laughs> and I, I guess Vladi would know as much as anybody, um, if that's true, he should make a splash when he comes over here. I feel like, I'm not sure if you were on for this pod when I was talking, I feel like Vladi is trying to change the team's identity to be more of like an international team. They took the Georges Papagiannis, they picked up Bogdan, who they think, again, the best player, like you said, in Europe. I don't know, I just feel like that's, I mean, they have Peja kind of in the mix. I feel like they're trying to put their their fingerprints on their team that way. 
Well, their fingerprint right now is not is not a pretty one. So no, it's not. Changing it up is probably a good idea. Yeah, it's like one of those crazy murder show. What um seven? Oh, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, he cuts his fingertips off. I mean, like it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think the poster child here for the guy I want to watch the most, and I'm sure if you guys know how much I talk about the Sixers, Dario Saric. Tort up in the qualifying four games, uh, averaged a double double, fourteen and ten, uh, two point two assists. He was just ridiculously efficient last year uh, over in Europe. A sixty two true shooting percentage is just beautiful. Um, yeah, uh, I love him. He's he's more of a four, but I think Philly really wants him to play three. I think we're going to see him play a lot of four for Croatia, but he should be the. I mean if. If you're going to say Dario isn't in Europe anymore because he's coming over, I think he's probably the best player in Europe. Do you think they will start him at small forward? No. At least not. I'm talking about Phil. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I I still think it's Mr. Covington, the lord of the manor. Yeah, so Sarge is probably going to come off the bench because because Ben Simmons. Yep. Um, But he's going to play a lot. And, uh, I, I, he's a guy that that's going to be fun to to take late in drafts. Yeah, I want to. I, I have I have my eye on him for sure. Uh, you know me, seventy sixers. I have to have one. But yeah, I want to see where they play him. Uh, I've really only seen the Olympic qualifying games uh, and a couple of clips. He's he's nice, man. Got a, a really nice shooting stroke. I'm definitely excited for him. A uh, couple what, others. What do you want? What do you want for Christmas more? A Simmons jersey or a Sartre jersey? Oh, Sarge, all day. You know me, man. I'm, I'm Mr. Basketball Hipster. I don't like to have the jersey everyone has. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, Mario Hazonia, disappointing rookie season, was pretty bad in the Olympic qualifiers. Only 4.5 points on 6-21 shooting altogether. Wasn't really involved in the offense. Uh, I want to see him make some steps. Uh, and then also Lionel Messi retired from Argentina, so... Messi could come see him play. You may remember uh, someone asked Mario about uh, Barcelona and stuff, and he said, uh, let, let Lionel Messi come see me play. Uh, always sticks in my mind. So, yeah, Messi could check him out now, now that he's retired. Yeah, we have <laughs> not blurbed Mario since last April. Wow. So I'll be blur- I'll blurb him whenever he plays then. Yeah, he, he, needs, he needs an update. But, uh, you know, he was pretty disappointing uh, every time we got excited about him last oh, yeah. year. So I, I'm going to have a hard time getting on board. Yeah, I mean, losing Depot's nice, but you mentioned his starts. Uh, he had one that was good, so that kind of blew up his uh, his averages. Nine starts, 11.1 points per game, 3.1 boards, 2.4 assists, uh, 1.6 3s on uh, 47% shooting. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I just think he's going to be a little bit, he's still 21, uh, not a lot of experience overseas. And then obviously last year with only 18 minutes a game, but yeah, again, no depot. I think Aaron Gordon played more of the three probably offsets, call it 60% of depot leaving Fournier's back. So we're probably looking at, I'm going to call it 23 minutes for Mario next year. Sound about right. Yeah, that that's probably about right, dude. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm Charles Barkley right now. You throw these names out there, and I'm like, who he play for? <laughs> and I'm not talking about NBA. I'm talking about their Olympic team. Oh yeah, well, we're gonna get to some really weird ones soon. Uh, oh, 
<laughs> we'll just go over it quickly. Uh, we got Bohan Bogdanovich, not related to Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, he should be one of the, the leading scorers in the Olympics, I think. I think he's going to have a, a big scoring board on his shoulders. Uh, another guy, we talk about Nets all the time. I mean, no more Joe, no more Thad. They've got a huge hole. Obviously, Jack's gone. They're going to need a lot of help in scoring. So we, I want to see him have a big Olympics uh, as a guy who kind of a low ceiling in fantasy because he's really just a scorer. But opportunity is huge for him. Now, is that Croatia? Yeah. Look at that. Who Bog- did he play for? <laughs> Bogdan, Bogdan's on Serbia. Bohan's on Croatia. All right. Yeah. Any, you like, uh, you, you feeling Bohan? Um, well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, to, it, it, I think it all depends on how good or how bad Rondé Hollis Jefferson is. I don't think Rondé's going to be asked to score, though. I think he'll get minutes. I think those two guys lead the team on wing minutes, um, kind of carry the torch. Probably both of them start. Uh, and we'll see some small ball. Um, I know their, their new coach, Kenny Atkinson, likes to go smaller, I think. So, something to watch. Now, what do you what do you think about the Nets? Are they, are they as bad as I think they are? I have them as the worst team in the NBA. I do, too. Yeah, I think the Sixers take a, I wouldn't call it a leap, but uh, out of the out of the basement of, of the Atlantic Division. Woo! Woo! All right, so France, I mean, we know these guys. We've got Boris Diel, we know... We've got Tony Parker, Jaffa Laverne, uh, Rudy Gobert. Wasn't in the qualifiers, but he is going to play in the Olympics. Uh, looked up a cool stat on him. He was only 9 of 50 on jumpers last year. Uh, really didn't grow. 2 of 9 outside the paint on those jumpers. Um, yeah, it just didn't really grow. We kind of thought he was going to come around a little bit, uh, more on the offensive side. just didn't happen. So I want to see him kind of do some things offensively. But, yeah, I think, he'll, I think he could be a steal, man. Uh, and drafts next year, kind of a post-hype sleeper. Nice. Anybody, anything you want to add there? I don't think Laverne has any value. Obviously, we're not touching Parker with the pop rest. Diaz a backup on the Jazz. Um, uh, I'm just kind of sad that Boris Diaz is not huge and fat anymore because <laughs> I really miss talking about Big Macs. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and then also, um, Nando Tokolo, if you play DFS, by the way, I think he's going to be a sneaky buy uh, if you play Olympic DFS. Uh, so just these last few teams aren't nearly as relevant. Uh, we got Lithuania, Jonas Valachunas. We obviously know about the big playoffs. Uh, pull up his postseason stats really fast. Did have the injuries, but he finished with 14 points, 11 boards, 1.2 blocks, 0.8 steals on 57% from the field. Um, and he dominates, man. I mean, you see JV play on international, and he goes off. Like, I could see him averaging twenty four and twelve um, while Lithuania is out there, and Lithuania could make a little run. Again, to be clear, I don't think anyone beats the U.S. I mean, that, that's just ridiculous. But you feeling JV? Could could he get a little bump, man? He's twenty four. Can get a little bump. No Bismack. Yep, no Bismack's gonna help. Uh, no doubt about that. And uh, like you said, he's only 24. He's young, uh, a lot of room to grow. And I think the Raptors like him. I think Casey likes him. And uh, I think he's going to be better. I think he's going to have a better year this year. Yeah, JV is one of my boys. And just that beautiful ceiling, or beautiful floor, I mean. Um, 77% shooter from the line. Block a game. That that could come up. 
Uh, he's only played 26 minutes a game, both last year and in his career. So his career high was 28.2 minutes per game. I could see him hitting 30 this year, and if that happens, uh, and the averages stay the same per 36, you're looking at the top 20 player potentially um, with double-doubles and 15-ish points. Should be really nice. Um, My name is Jonas. <laughs> um, so... Uh, the other guy to watch for Lithuania is Domanis Sabonis. That's Arvidas Sabonis' son, drafted with the Thunder. Uh, should be in the rotation, I think. I think Mitch McGarry has both played himself out and been an idiot to lose uh, a rotation spot. He's suspended for the first five games for smoking the reefer. <laughs> um, so, anything do you, do you care about him at all? I don't think he's worth drafting, but just someone to kind of watch. Uh, he's, he's, he's good in the, he's good down low. Um, it's too bad he skipped summer league. Yeah. Well, he's getting uh, ready for the Olympics, so at least we get to catch him now. Yep. It'll be interesting to watch him play, uh, in the Olympics, I think. Yeah. Really good in Gonzaga, by the way. 18 points, 12 boards, two assists. Uh, those assists should be higher if you're a Vitas' son, but he should have like nine assists a game. Um, not 0.9 blocks, 61% from the field. 77 from the line. I mean, that's that's tasty stuff. Uh, so he could be someone to watch down the line. I mean, I think he's a talented kid. Got the bloodline. Uh, that's that's a cool thing about the Olympics too. Is like even if Team USA is not playing, almost every team has has a guy that uh, is worth checking in with. Um, so it should be should be a fun month. Oh, I'm psyched. I'm watching pretty much every game, man. I, I don't know how NBC is going to handle the broadcasting, but I I think given the NBA's popularity that they have every game televised, right? At least you can stream it. True. But I mean they they run it on like seven different channels. So they'll I think they'll find a way. And like we said um before, the time is great. I mean, we're only Eastern time is only one hour behind Rio time, so it's pretty much U.S. time, which is awesome. I mean, when when they had the uh, Olympics in China or whatever, it's uh, tough to keep track of games with the the odd time. Dude, uh, we had a trivia question last night. What is the Twitter hashtag uh, that makes fun of Rio for these Olympics being so? Such a mess, potentially, with the bad water and the crime and the traffic. And how do I, I, not, I, I don't not, know that. I live on Twitter. I don't even know that. I did not know the answer. And the, and the answer was Olympic Copalypse. <laughs> Olympic Copalypse. Nice. Uh, our answer was Get Olympics. Nice. That's, I like uh, that one better. We were wrong, but to me, Get Olympics flows a lot better yeah. than Olympics. Copalypse. <laughs> yeah. Olympageddon. <laughs> Olympageddon, there you go. It's like um, Silicon Valley. It's Datageddon. <laughs> Haven't we had enough Geddons already? <laughs> Is that what we're sticking with, Datageddon? I missed that show already, man. It's the best show. Um, okay, so moving on. Spain, probably the favorites for the silver medal. Um, they've got Ricky Rubio, Spanish Chocolate. Good stuff from him. Sergio Rodriguez could start for the 76ers. Uh, I don't think you're going to draft him. Uh, has a pretty bad field goal percentage. Uh, Nikola Miritich, a very popular pick. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez signed with the Knicks, so he should get some action. Alex Abreen signed with the Thunder. Someone to watch there. Shooting guard. Uh, and yeah, I mean, Rubio should definitely run the show. 
Um, and yeah, what, what do you think about this group? Do you think Sergio has a chance to start over Jared Bayless? Um, I pro. I mean, I saw. I forget who was one of the Philly guys was saying that Sergio has the inside track. I don't like it. I would start Bayless just because I would be- too. Just because he's a better shooter, run the offense through Simmons. That makes more sense to me. Me too. We'll see. Yeah, that's so. that's a training camp. Well, let's see how Serge does in the Olympics. That that's probably a good tell for if he really can unseat Bayless. But yeah, I think they brought Bayless in to start. Yeah, and just to add that, I mean, they had no losing ish. That was a surprise to see him go to Detroit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Calderon's there too, by the way. Uh, Pal Gasol, um, old our old boy Juan Carlos Navarro. So they got, uh, and then Victor Colver, who had like I think five days of fantasy value with the Blazers, uh, he's out there. So yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, just they're gonna play some good ball. So just someone to keep, just a team to watch to be uh, contend. I think they'll probably give us a close game. We'll probably beat them by like fifteen. Dude, I think we have like twenty five guys listed on uh, Philly's roster. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, they're everyone has a chance to make the team, so we haven't really cut down on that. They're 15 yet. Their depth chart is off the charts. So. Yeah. I mean, this, just their center position is ridiculous. They have, like, three top six picks uh, at the said center spot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Argentina, I mean, there's nothing really worth discussing here. We got Manu. Got Delfino. Uh, well, actually, Delfino's out there, and then Andres Nocione, our old boy, Scola, and kind of a, a the unknown guy, Patricio Garino. He is signed with the Spurs, going to fight for uh, a roster spot, it looks like. Uh, four years out of George Washington. Had a pretty good season last year, 14 points. Um, it's kind of a shooting guard, so four, four boards. Eh, someone watch, learn something. Anything you want to add on these guys? No. <laughs> I mean, me neither. It's pretty boring. <laughs> Argentina used to be better, man. I think that's because Nocioni and Scola. Scola was always really good international. But he, he old now. The ice cream man. Um, okay. So China. No more Yao Ming. Uh, we got our, our old boy, ex-net, great Yi Jianlian. And then Zhao Qi. Whatever the heck you pronounce his name. Um, seven nine wings, seven eight seven nine wingspan, seven two rockets. Pick number forty three. Kind of see some some big bodies down there. I don't think they're going to be very good. We, we crushed them in uh, the in the little warm ups. Killed them. Yeah. So. He averaged three point two blocks for the in the Chinese league last year. Oh yeah, he's a block machine. He's like the Chinese version of Eddie Tavares. It doesn't sound like he's coming over this this year. So. No, I don't think so. All right, so a couple other ones. Uh, Australia's got a pretty decent little squad. Uh, Ex NBAer David Anderson's out there. They got Matt Delvadova, Bogut, Aaron Boones, uh, Patty Mills, Joe Inglis. So they got a, and Cam, uh, Cameron Barstow, uh, one of the worst guys I've seen play ball last year. Um, yeah, I think they'll. I think they may get through the first round. Uh, they, they that's got bronze medal potential, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're the third best team. I mean, I would say France, even Croatia, Serbia. I think are better than them, and with Lithuania. 
and then obviously yeah. us. I mean, it, it, they they do have a lot of guys that have played played in the NBA and yeah. are currently in the NBA, so that they should at least uh, be able to hang. I want to see if Matt Delvadova like actually does stuff. <laughs> we're, we're so used to him just like getting out there playing, being annoying, taking a yeah, being annoying, diving to loose balls while LeBron and Kyrie shoot all the shots. So I want to see if he could do some. Like we see guys in summer league who don't shoot, kind of just go out there and fill it up. So something to watch there. Anything else you want to add there? Nope. All right, so. I think the last team we didn't hit yet with NBA talent is Nigeria. Um, that's pretty much. I mean, no one really is out there except for the the Pistons pick, Michael Ginobili. I can't pronounce that last name. Uh, Ex ASU great Ike Diagu. I think he what won Pac-10 at the time, Player of the Year. Uh, Mark Stein's boy, Josh Akinon. Uh, he's out there. <laughs> he's always tweeting about that guy. And then Ben Uzo had a nice block the other day. A couple ex NBAers. But yeah, they're not going to make it through the first round. Ike Diagu, man, I haven't heard his name in a while. Yeah, I was uh, I was kind of a big Ike Diagu boy for a little bit. <laughs> He's fun, man. I love those big body dudes. Do you see uh, Bill Simmons the other day talking about Bartolo Colon? No. Oh yeah, it's it was funny. He was because Bartolo, as great as he is, we love him for being overweight. But I mean, he got caught for cheating. He, uh, he's got like a, apparently a secret family that he has. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like all the like Simmons pointed out all the things that we hate on like Kobe for for doing wrong and A Rod and all that stuff. Bartello's done them all, but just because he's so lovable and like a big teddy bear, we all, we love him. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So any any medal predictions here? You want to go USA gold? Probably go Spain silver or what, and then I'm I'm gonna be a, a homeboy and take uh, Dario Sarge and Croatia sneaking in with the uh, the bronze. All right, I'm on board with that. You don't want to go uh, for uh, could go for Australia, your boys for the the dark horse and France too. I think France is probably the chalk uh, bronze pick. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I, th- I think we'll know a lot after we see all these teams play their opening their opening game. Yeah, um, like Croatia and Serbia and Australia, all the, all those teams are going to be. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they do in their opener. Yeah, I'm so psyched for Croatia, man. Dario, I need my Dario jersey. Actually, I need to order that. Yeah, you need to get on that, man. <laughs> all um, right. Buy one, but I spent all my money yesterday. Oh yeah, I'm broke. Oh man, oh. new tires. What kind of car does she have? She has a Kia Soul. Oh, okay, so the car the tires aren't too bad on that car. And it's like five or six hundred bucks. Damn, just just finance it. Bill. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, have you had a pod where you talked about Westbrook signing? No, nah, man. We could talk about that real quick. What do you think about that? I like it. It's, uh, it kind of just delays the same thing. It's more about the money. But we know where he's going to be, so the, um, the lack of the, the trade concerns. I mean, if you're playing ACAT, uh, Westbrook's probably number one. I mean, he's going to have I, – I, I said to someone, I think he's going to have seven games with ten turnovers this year. <laughs> the turnovers are going to be ridiculous. 
And then I had, um, actually, I had a good poll worth talking about for DFS. Um, and so we'll, we'll ask you here. What do you think his peak DFS price is going to be? Um, just ballpark it. I had the options were, I'll read them off to you here. Under 12,000, 1%. Uh, that's not happening. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start more than that. Um, 12,000 to 13,000, 14% voted for that. 13,000 to 14,000 was 32%. And then 53% said over 14,000 for his highest price of the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on that. I'm on that. He's going to go, he's going to have a couple runs that are going to be Kobe-esque. When he plays he just, Golden, when he plays Golden State or Houston, man, if he's like eighteen thousand, I'm probably still going to use him, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. I mean, usually you see the nine thousand, like it's crazy. I mean, we consider eight thousand dollars to be expensive for a guy, and if he's flirting with fifteen thousand, double that, like you're going to need him to score like eighty fantasy points, which you could do. He's going to be insane this season, and. I mean, I I'm, I can't wait for our first mock draft to see where he goes. He won't make it. I mean, even in nine cat, I don't think he'll make it past four. Even if yeah, I don't I, there's he he can't. Does, he, he he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's mad at Durant. He's mad at the world. I mean, he he's a lone wolf. I mean, he's gonna go off. Tell him why you're mad, son. Yeah. Uh, Depot man, people forget about Depot. I feel like Depot is gonna be really really good this year. Yeah, I, I think so too. I hope I have Depot on a lot of teams. I think I have to take him. I'm hoping to take him late third, early fourth, but I don't know. Yeah, I like Depot too, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna draft him a lot. I saw uh, Ethan Noroff. He wrote that Depot was a breakout, which I, I mean, yeah, I just think he's gonna have a huge season. But um, that's not not really the. I think Depot already broke out. I think he was top ten after the break last year, something like that. Mm. But yeah, I can't can't fault it. It's like people who call sleepers. How, how, have you, how do you classify a sleeper, by the way? Like, um, you a sleeper, what, what do you think? I mean, I don't know that I have a, a rule book laid out for how I classify a sleeper. I just because, say second half of drafts. Is I can, if you get him in the second half of draft, I call that a sleeper. Yeah, like, like, uh, like a guy that, that people don't have on their radar in the first half of the draft. That could have a, a big year. I guess that that qualifies as a sleeper. Yeah, and then deep sleepers last two three rounds. Yeah, and I mean Victor Oladipo. I mean, I could see him. He'll probably be on my in my sleeper column for the draft guide. Oh yeah, uh, uh, just because he could go in the fourth or fifth round, and he could return second round fantasy value. First round value, man. If Westbrook gets hurt. Well, if Westbrook gets hurt, yeah, yeah, all bets are off. Yeah, that's that's that concerns me too on Westbrook, man. All that usage, all that aggressive play, it's just putting a lot a lot of risk, man. A lot of chances to get hurt. Yeah, but it, like he's he's a guy that you don't see. He doesn't really ever get injured except for his knee. Yeah, that one minute. Uh, like he doesn't tur- he doesn't twist his ankles. He doesn't he, he doesn't. You don't see him on the ground a lot like you used to with Dwayne Wade. Um, so as long as his knee holds up, I'm I'm not too worried about him. But yeah, you're right, man. He's gonna his usage is gonna be through the roof. Yeah, I think he could hit forty, which is pretty ridiculous. 
Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, up until the the Pat Beverly thing, when Pat kind of nudged him and tore up his knee, before that he was Iron Man, never missed any games, even UCLA. Yep. yep. Uh, what about Cantor? I mean, do you see Cantor, who also has been hilarious on Twitter, by the way? Um, he was kind of dissing the Lakers. He had a, a tweet where it said, uh, "You know, don't you don't need to keep updating that. Just uh, he's staying." And it had a picture of a Lakers fan on a computer with the crying Jordan face. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Do you see? He's your boy. You you like you like Cantor more than I do. Well, without Surge in Oklahoma City, Canner Canner looks looks pretty good to me. Uh, I wish he blocked a few more shots, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I will have no issues with taking Canner after the first half of the draft. Oh yeah, he won't make it that far. I probably have him as like a sixth, seventh. I think it could be awesome. I mean, they're paying him big money. There, Stephen Adams isn't a big offensive force. He's 24, same age as JV, uh, and this guy is just money with percentages pretty much every year. His career low on field goal percentage is 49.1, 58% last year. Uh, his career low on free throw shooting was his rookie season, so we'll throw that out, uh, and then 73. He's been 77.6 or higher in the last three seasons from the line. So, uh, Yeah, and I mean, he's only got to beat out Nick Collison and Mitch McGarry, and yeah. both those guys are terrible. So, I mean, Cantor's going to play a lot. Yeah, tw- upper and 20s. Speaking of sleepers, Ursan Ilyasova is probably a sleeper this year. Not again. <laughs> yeah, Turkish. I call him the Turkish roller coaster from back in the day. Now it's that roller coaster's broken. I'm not touching him, man. And he's going to play a lot. Yeah, Steven Adams I like too, by the way, if you're okay with bad free throw. Yeah, I like Steven Adams. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about Thunder in DFS, I think, especially when uh... – oh, and campaign too. Campaign's hurt, the campaign trail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anybody else you want to add on OKC? I don't think so. Nah. Yeah, depot. Depot time. Team has some depth issues. We'll see what uh, Donovan comes up with. All right, so we are out of here on that. Uh, Ryan and I will be back Monday. I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about, but we'll think of something. If you have questions, too, um, please hit us up. We're always looking for stuff to talk about. Um, kind of in the dog days, too. Uh, so thanks a lot for coming on, Steve. And everyone, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the Get Olympics, <laughs> Olympageddon, Olympapocalypse. Later. <laughs>